Hello, welcome to the Terry James Show. Still have a theme song. They haven't taken that away from us yet, have they? Man, I'm telling you, it's really good to see you guys. And by see you, I'm also on YouTube right now. You can always check out this show on YouTube. It's under YouTube Podcast. You know the name of the podcast, The Terry James Show. (laughs) Wow, we are creative, aren't we? One thing we are not, we are not weirdos. I know some people have reached out going, you know, what a great group of weirdos we have on this podcast. You know, these fans are talking to one another, which is super cool. I really do appreciate it. But I don't think we're weird. I mean, if being weird is choosing to try to wake up every single morning and giving it our best shot, if being weird is realizing that we are flawed individuals and we're going to have victories and we're going to have losses, there's going to be horrible things that we have to deal with. If that's what makes us weird is realizing that this is going to happen and we have a choice of how we react to it, Sign me up as a weird-ass mother effort. Okay. Wow. I'm really excited about today's show. Like I said, this is show number eight. And I have a couple things that I want to talk about on today's show. One of them is the difference between rich versus wealthy. And in my mind, I've been one of those. So I could speak from this. And... I've got some uh, some warnings for you people out there about uh, success and hopefully some guidance and some, uh, you know, of, of how to handle it when your time comes. And God damn it, you know what? I hope everybody has an opportunity to blow it. I hope everybody has an opportunity to to hit it out of the park. Bottom line, when it comes to wealth, when it comes to being rich, I hope everybody has that feeling that, you know what? I make enough money. And to me, that's what rich is. For me, it was making enough money to go out to eat when I want, take a nice vacation, and not be concerned and consumed with not having enough money, not being abundant enough. So that's the way it was for me. And that's the way I view being rich. And we're going to be getting into that here in a little bit. Uh, gonna slightly get a little bit, uh, I don't want to say political because I am talking about both sides here, but I'm about to unload some information to you or for you on this podcast about media and how it works. Who are you to say how it works, Terry? I am in the media. There are no secret media meetings. Hey, say this about them. Do this about, there's no secret media meetings. Okay. You know, it's, it's really strange. So I'm going to unload a few things for you to think about at least when you're making your decision about what's real, what isn't real. I don't know what's real and what is real. I'm just going to say that right out of the box. I have no clue, but I do give you some tips on how to identify it and why people are doing what they're doing. All right. So, uh, so there you go. I think it's time to get into it. I think it's time to get into the entire show. we got a lot of fun things planned and I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Seriously. Thank you so much. I need your help. I need some advice from you guys. Got a, we're cooking bitches shirt on, by the way, just so you know. 
you're watching on YouTube, you'll also see on YouTube my Cooking with Terry stuff that I do from time to time. I got a new one coming up, by the way. Anyway, nice little plug there for myself, huh? No one else is going to do it. Okay, this is going to be very self-serving. It's very hard to talk about this without looking like a douchebag. But I'm used to looking like a douchebag, so let's do this. I'm a firm believer that you've got to do things for your community. I personally try to do mine, not anonymously, not like give money and walk away. I just don't go online and go, look at me helping people out. Look at me helping the homeless. Look at me doing this. Hey, I'm, a, I'm a, such a great guy. I feel that takes away from the power from the moment. But I do hope that everybody out there finds a way to give back in some way or another. One of the, my favorite things to do is go to old folks' homes. I was taught to respect my elders, and I always have. Been pretty easy to do so because they're, to me, they're just full of knowledge, full of stories. They made it this far. They're awesome. And you, trust me, the older I'm getting, there's very few left elders to respect. <laughs> but I do go to this old folks' home from time to time. I will do many different things. I'll go by maybe once a month. I mean, it's been a while since, you know, with COVID and all that other bullshit going on. I, you know, couldn't do that. But, you know, I started doing it again. And I haven't been doing it as often as I should. But recently, I've gone for the last three months. And it's this place that I have a relationship with the person that runs the place. They allow me to come in. I know what time to go when they're having their little lunches or their afternoon games and whatnot. And I just kind of cruise in there and I'll bring some donuts or some balloons or, or whatever. And I'll just chop it up with them. I'm not there to put on a show. I'm not there to anything except to spend some time with some of these people and hear some stories. And you hear it all the time. Well, I get more out of this than they do. And in this case, I think that's true. I think that's true for me as well. But there's a woman there. I don't know how old she is, but she's old. She's, uh, she's old. And she's the sweetest lady ever. And she kept saying to me, you remind me of my husband, you know, and who passed away a long time ago. She uh, apparently, I don't know why I remind her of her husband. I've, I've been told it because uh, her husband was a, a taller guy like me. In fact, she even brought his shirt in. She was telling me a story about how I remind her of him how tall and, how, you know, she's being all very, she's so sweet. You're such a handsome man. You remind me of my husband. He was big and strong. He was, this, you know, that type of stuff. And she's adorable. And one day recently, the last time I visited, she brought her husband's shirt in. And she goes, look at this. It's the only thing I have of his. And, and I bet it fits you. Well, she held it up to me and everything else. And we had a little talk and everything. I don't want to talk to some other people. And then, then the woman who runs this, so the, I don't want to, she doesn't run the old folks home, but she runs the, uh, the program where they, they do things, you know, they'll play drums and they'll do, they do all kinds, they have all these little activities. And it's sad to see because I know that I'm not that far away from this. And I know that Sherry and I don't have any children that are going to be knocking on our door to try to take care of us. So I kind of feel like I'm hoping that my karma pays off a little bit. But the woman who runs the place, she asked me 
She said, because the woman loves to dance and misses dancing with her husband. She wanted to know, and this is the look on my face. I, I, she could tell that I wasn't into it because I, it just was the, the thought of it is a little odd to me. And this is where I need your help. She said, would you wear that husband's shirt and dance with her? So she could feel what it's like to hug a guy that reminds her of her husband. And she thought it would be very good for her. And I, uh, I paused a long time. And my, my pause, when I looked at her, I must have said everything to her. She goes, then she changed. Well, you know, you don't have to do it. I, just a thought, you know, type of thing. And so I've been thinking about it for the past few days. Should, should I do this? I wasn't ever going to bring this up on the Lex and Terry show because I know I, I just set myself up for an ass beating. So let me know what you think. Go to terryjames.com and click on the contact form and send me an email right on the contact form that gives me what your, your thoughts on this. Should I do this? I'm not going to make a, if I do it, I'm not going to make a big deal about it. I'm not going to video it. I'm not going to post it. I'm not going to do anything like that. But if you were me, what would you do? And I definitely need your help. So please, please help me out in this situation because I'm kind of on the fence about it, but I'm kind of leaning towards, I don't know how that's going to make me feel, but should I just kick to the side? Who cares about how it makes you feel, Terry? You're there to try to make her feel better. And if this woman that knows her the best thinks that that would be advantageous to her, should you do it? There are very few things in this world that I could speak about with some sort of expertise. Talk about it with confidence, knowing that I kind of know what I'm talking about here, and I want to fill you guys in on something, and I think this is the perfect time to do it with all the wackiness that's going on politically. Now, I don't want to necessarily talk about politics. I just want to let you know what's happening from the media's point of view. They, they try to scare the shit out of you. And it's really unfair, especially what's happening in the world today. I find it to be disgusting. And some of these people are my friends. There's a reason we don't talk politics on our show. We don't know what's happening. And anybody that wants to hear something now politically, their favorite thing, they just go to their favorite channel. They're not getting the truth. They're just getting told what they want to hear. And that makes us feel good. I understand this. I totally understand it. That being said, it's not the truth. It's not real. Where's the real stuff? Fuck, if I know. If I knew where that was, I'd be a billionaire. But I know where it's not. It's not in your favorite 24-hour news channel. Right now, even on podcasting and, and everything else, there are people that can't make it in show business. They wanted to have a career in radio. They couldn't get a job. They wanted to have a career on TV. They couldn't get a job, but they want to make it in show business. So they figure the best way to do it is let's just say you're a biker. You're a tough guy, biker, maybe ex-military blue collar kind of guy, you know, just out there, just, just a guy. Typically people think that those kind of guys are Republicans. So what does one of those guys do when they want to throw themselves in that arena? They decide, wait a minute, I can't make it in real show business, so I'm all of a sudden going to become a liberal. 
I'm going to go ahead and act. I'm coming from a liberal point of view. Same goes with minorities. The, the, uh, the blacks, the gays, the Jews, the this, the that, any, any, any minority out there, the best way for them to make it in show business right now, especially on the right, is to go ahead and become this staunch, hardcore conservative. You know, everybody goes, you know, they, listen, I know some of these people that are doing it. They are full of shit. They do not care about what they are. They only care about themselves and getting enough likes and to make some money. They don't care. Personally, and maybe I should try this. Maybe I'll put this out there for you guys right now. I could do a, I could do a political show in my sleep. It is the easiest way to make money right now. I could do it in my sleep. I just have to choose a side and go for it. Call the other side names, make up some shit, stir the pot a little bit. You get followers no matter what. Why? Because they already like you because you're saying what they want to hear. The other people that hate you, they're going to call you some names. They're going to say you're an asshole. They're going to call you a racist. They're going to call you whatever it is. And then they're going to move on from you. But you're going to get those people coming to you because they want to hear more. They want to hear more of these, these stories, these lies. It's the way media works. And radio, I know that if you could get somebody to listen from, like, let's just say 14 after the hour to uh, 18 after the hour, if you could get them to listen with it in those four minutes, you get credit for 30 minutes of listening time. So what do they do? They scare you up and tell all this stuff. And it's not like I'm giving any secrets away here. I just want you guys to know that you're being played with. And, and I also want to let you, you fakes out there that are going against who you normally are to make money off of the people that don't have time to research, the hardworking people that are out there doing things. They don't have time to research stuff. They want to believe in you. They want to trust in you. You're, they're trusted people, and you're fucking lying to them. Both sides are lying to everybody, and I fear that it's too late. I fear that it's too late. I refuse to hate anybody because they have an R by their name or because they have a D by their name. I'm not going to do it. I think that they do this country such a disservice. And our military, and I come from a military family, a big-time military family. My father was in the Marines and the Navy. My mother was a Marine. My, both of my brothers were in the Army. They, I come from that type of a background. And I just think it does all of those people that have died for this country, the people that have served for this country, a disservice because we are following what you motherfuckers are trying to send to us, the, the, the media is trying to send to them. It's really sad. It's, it's not fair. And I don't know, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll choose a side. Maybe I'll choose a side and show you guys how easy this is. And you could be in on the joke. Maybe I will. Maybe you leave me a message. Tell me what side to choose. Because I'm here to tell you, I do not want to shoot down a good idea for this country because somebody's a Democrat or Republican pitched it. I might be the last in the world. I have friends on both sides. I myself, I'm on both sides. I'm confused, and I'm, I don't feel like I have to choose. Nobody, I'm not being forced to choose some side. I, 
I just care for this country. And if people are losing this life for this country and our politicians and our media acts like this, it's fucking embarrassing and it should be fucking illegal. But what are you going to do? I think it's too late for this country. So uh, I'm just going to hang on, man. I'm just going to hang on tight and see what happens and hope for the best and hope for the best. But maybe, just maybe I'll find a, a partner and I will choose some side, left or right, and I'll throw myself in on it. I'll stir the pot a little bit. Like I said, I'll take some hate, but those people will go away. And I'll automatically, it is the easiest form of entertainment right now. You choose a big side and those people are automatically going to come to you. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to earn that at all. You don't have to earn those people. And then those people that made that conscious decision to go, I'm going to be this crazy liberal right now. And all the liberals follow them over there. You didn't earn it. You didn't earn it. And all those people on the, that came over going, you're the best. We love hearing what you say. Way to speak the truth. Power on, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. That goes to their head. And they go, well, shit. I may as well say what these people like. It is toxic. It is tempting. And it is, in my opinion, immoral. But it is what it is. We are where we are. And I don't think it's ever going to change. I don't want to be Mr. Sad. I don't want to be Mr. Gloom and Doom. I, I don't know how it's going to change. I have no idea. But you might want to be looking for my new political podcast <laughs> coming one day. Because when I need money, that's exactly what I'm going to effing do. If you put a hundred rich people in a room together with me, I don't like them. <laughs> There's a big difference to me between being rich and wealthy. Okay. Rich people are just playing a game that wealthy people invented. I mean, it's crazy. There's a big difference to me. I can speak from this a little bit by experience because for a brief period of time there, just a very short period of time, I was doing quite well by my standards. I, in my mind, I was rich. I was making money that I did not deserve to make. But the industry was paying us that, so what the hell, why not? I was not prepared for any of that. But, you know, I accepted it. I was like, I, you know, I was, many people in my life had to tell me that I deserved this, that the money was there because the advertising was there and blah, blah, blah. But I never felt comfortable. There wasn't a time when those big checks were rolling in that I wouldn't hold it up to Sherry and go, what the fuck? This is weird. And I did all the rich things too. I bought into it. I bought into it. I would travel uh, private every once in a while. And let me tell you this. If I could do any of that stuff again, I think it would be flying private. And it's not for the reasons like I want an IG moment and uh, look at me near my jet. The best part about flying private, for those of you who haven't done it yet, and no one tells you this secret, cookies. When you land, they usually roll out. It doesn't matter what airport. You could be at a big airport. You could be a little airport. These are all private little areas they have set up for these people with the private planes. They roll out a red carpet in a lot of instances. And they bring cookies to your plane. If you're stopping over for gas, whatever, and I'm telling you, I thought that was the coolest fucking thing ever. Cookies, man. Rich people get cookies. 
But you know, I listen. If I did, I you know, I like the convenience of that. But but overall, I did. I made all the mistakes, and I don't necessarily call them mistakes because I've learned from them. I had the cars. I had places to live. I went on amazing, fun trips, and I don't regret those. I don't regret that at all because those were moments that I was able to spend with Sherry going to places that I never thought I'd ever go to that I only saw on TV. It was great. It was a lot of fun. But I started to notice something. That rich, not wealthy, but rich, it kind of lives in your heart and not in a good way. It kind of takes over your heart. It kind of makes you jaded. It kind of makes you treat people different. It, it, it brings out, you know, that like attracts like thing is absolutely real. Your friends end up becoming friends that also have money. And it's kind of an unspoken thing. You know, when somebody says, hey, let's go to Paris for brunch next weekend, people that have money go, yeah, you know what? Let me look at my schedule. I think I could probably go. Yeah, let's do that. That's going to be fun. Let me round up a couple guys. Let's go play some golf, whatever it is. But uh, me, now, when people say that in front of me, it's like, would you look at the time? I got to go. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm not complaining by any means. This is not a woe is me thing. This is a, this is a good thing as far as I'm concerned. Because I noticed that the people I started to hang out with and the people that wanted to hang out with me pretty much only wanted to hang out with me because I had a little bit of dough. And I understand that. You know, when you got some money and you want to go to Paris for the weekend, you know, you... Uh, you want to be able to talk to people that could identify with that and say, hey, let's do that or whatever it is. You can talk, you know, whatever. But I, I've learned, and I, even then, even when I was with these people for that brief period of time, it, it was a very short period. Of time. I'd say it was like a year. I didn't have much in common with them. I didn't have that rich in my heart. I have something else in my heart. I don't know what it is. I'm, try, I'm trying to identify it. But I didn't have that rich heart. I want to, you know, I wouldn't mind having a wealthy heart. They just kind of seem like they're more confident and calm about their, you know, they don't look at money as a, as a new thing. <sighs> I just don't fit in with them. I just don't fit in with them at all. And I, and I'm, and I'm totally cool with that. And how you want to know why I know I don't fit in with them? Because those people I was talking about, they no longer call me anymore. They no longer do that. And I, and I swear to you, this is a, a I, I'm, you know, I'm putting my hand on a Bible or I'm swearing to the universe or, or whatever you want to swear to that, you know, that, that makes you want to do it. Done your kid or whatever it is. I am making a promise to you that if I, when I get to that level again, nobody's ever going to know it. Because it's not going to mean the same thing to me. It's not like I'm going to hide it from people. It's not anything like that. It just doesn't mean the same thing to me. It's just a means to an end. I want to still be that guy. I want to be just a regular person like us. You know, us. These, we're, we're, this is us. We're the people that make, the real, the, the make things work and make things run. 
You know, we're the people out there that are trying every day. We're the people out there that are inspiring people within our circles, within our, within our communities. So I just, um, I just know I, 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 uh, I'm not going to be that guy. And if any of you become rich, don't be that person. You're going to be tempted. You're going to want to fly. By the way, fly. Go for the cookies. Get the cookies. You owe it. You owe it to yourself to get the cookies. But all the other stuff, it's just, it doesn't mean a thing. It doesn't mean a thing. Keep your heart whole. Keep your heart where you are, wherever you, whatever type of success you have in your life. Keep those close around you right now, the ones that aren't jealous of your success. Uh, keep those people close. Treat them well. Take them out to nice dinners. But don't, don't act like one of those fucking rich motherfuckers. <laughs> Normally, I like to take some phone calls, answer your questions, concerns, comments, whatever you got. I don't care what it is. I don't like knowing what it is before. I like pushing the button, being surprised, just like you guys when it comes down I don't want people thinking I've had a chance to edit a question or think of an answer and come off smarter than I am. I just got to be me, okay? Plus, I love having my back against the wall. If you would like to leave me a voice message, it could be a nice comment. You don't have to attack me or anything, you know, but if you do, you do. <laughs> you could uh, do so very easily just by going to my website, terryjames.com. And if you're on your cell phone, doesn't matter if you're on your mobile device or if you're at home on your computer, there's a icon in the bottom right-hand portion of the webpage, and it's like a little microphone. You click on that, and you just leave me a message. It goes right into a special folder, and then I just play them off my phone right into this little computer machine, the one that has all the, the sound effects and, the, and all that stuff. Uh, I, I put it right in there, and then boom, there you go. I don't, I don't listen to it and I do it. But uh, one of the main questions I have been getting a lot and I just want to address it one time. And this is kind of a fluff thing, I guess, because I don't know what's going to come out of this. Just a lot of people go, what time do you have to get up in the morning, man? Your show starts at 9 a.m. East Coast time and you live in Seattle. So yeah, do the math. I am starting my radio show at 3 a.m. in the morning. I gotta be honest. I was driving to move out here from Dallas and Sherry and I were driving, and I think it was somewhere around, like, do you go through Wyoming? I'm trying to think where I went. It was Idaho, Wyoming, something like that. And we're driving, and I look over at her, and I went, oh, shit. I got to get up at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. I didn't even think of it. I don't know what I was thinking. It was a crazy time. There was, you know, real estate involved, and I was losing a lot of money. And that was uh, very heartbreaking and very hard to deal with. Still recovering from that. Still recovering from that. So it was a whole different time at that, you know, portion of my life. And I really didn't even think of it. And I wish I would have because I don't think waking up so early is good for my health. I really don't. I, so I spend a majority of my days because a lot of people are, are asking me, what time do you get up? What's your routine light? And that's what I'm getting at right now. 
I, I, uh, I spend a majority of my time concerned about my health and trying to get enough rest because sleep is really important. You listen to all these other podcasts out there that talk about, man, it'll kill you if you don't get enough rest. Unfortunately, mine doesn't, uh, I don't get these seven or eight hours of sleep in a row. And it's, I've tried it. It's tough to do. I can't go to bed at like, you know, six o'clock at night. That would be very hard, especially living here on the West Coast up in Seattle. In the summer, it gets dark at 11 o'clock at night. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I got to break things up a little bit. So I, I go to sleep at around 7.30. I try to do that, 8 o'clock. I wake up at 2.30. I don't have many nights where I fall asleep at 8 and wake up at 2.30. Usually I'm falling asleep at 11 and waking up at 2.30. But I found that having a routine is super important. And that's what I have. That's what I have now. When I get off the air at 7 o'clock in the morning, 7.30 in the morning, my time, I go back to bed for a couple hours. And that's when I consider myself waking up in the morning. Whether it's 10 in the morning, 11 in the morning, that's when I call myself, hey, I'm up. Okay, because when I get up in the morning to do the show, Sherry's still in bed. I come in here, tell some dick jokes, have some fun. I mean, it's great. It's a great job. Listen, there's, it's, there's much worse lives to have than mine. So one of the things, though, that I, I like to do is I, I like to have a special routine. And you've probably heard many people talk about this. Making my bed first thing in the morning is a very important thing for me. It dictates, hey, I'm ready for the day. I feel like I've done something. There's not clutter around. I don't like to have a lot of clutter around. So I get up, I make my bed. And like I said, it kind of dictates the way the rest of the show, the, the day is going to go. And that doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen. You're sure you're getting bad news during the day and things are going to pop up and you're going to have to deal with problems and everything. But at least you start the day sending a message to your brain. This is my theory anyway, that, hey, I'm up. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a voice to be reckoned with. And I'm going to get through this day and I'm going to get a lot of stuff off my checklist. There's that. There's my stretching. That's very important. I also, after I wake up and make my bed, I don't turn on any news. I don't turn on any TV. I don't turn on much news anyway, but, uh, I don't do that. I don't, um, scroll through uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I don't do that for the first hour. I'm awake. I just, I'm quiet. And I start thinking about what I need to do. Sure. I'll look and see if I have any texts, but uh, normally I don't. I mean, normally things aren't so bad. So I just get going, man. I just get my ball, my ball rolling. And, and there you go. I hope that answered a, a couple of your questions, but I do think it's important for you to come up with your own routine. These routines can really get you focused and it sends a, a message to your mind. It's a physiological thing. A lot of people think that living a positive lifestyle is just, I'm thinking that I'm happy. No, you have to put action into it. What makes you happy? Get out and do your happy things. Is that going to work? Is that walking your dog? Is that calling a loved one? Is it do the happy shit? Okay, you have to actively do that if this is a lifestyle that you choose. So right now, mine is, a lot of it's about health. You're probably going to notice a lot of things 
in the upcoming, this coming year, when I do this podcast and I've told myself that I'm going to do it all the way to the end of the year and see how it feels. In fact, I'm going to kind of reevaluate every show, every 10 shows or so. I'm going to probably have some guests on. There's going to be some different things I'm going to be doing, but I'm going to tell you right now, the response is fantastic. And I look forward to doing these little segments all the time. So I'm in a good spot. I'm in a good spot, but uh, one thing you need to know is, like I said, you got to put in the action. You just have to do that. So my action right now is eating better, uh, spending time to get, kind of get my mind right because this whole staying thing is a mind screw. Uh, I do a show like this. This is an action that I'm taking because I love talking to people about how we are truly in control of our lives and how the people we choose to hang out with definitely affect the trajectory of where we're headed. You hang out with shit bags, you're a shit bag. It's as simple as that. So taking all these actions are things that you must do to make your life go in the direction you want to go, you know? And for those of you younger people that are listening, I'm hearing that I have a lot of uh, younger people listening to this, which makes me happy because I thought it was just going to be people my age going, whoa, what the fuck are we doing? That was my, <laughs> that was my whole initial thing for this podcast was like, let's talk to some people right now who are a little scared of where they're going, like I am, who uh, maybe don't have enough money saved, who uh, maybe have some health issues, who are battling with some decisions they've made in the past, thinking that their life is completely over because of those bad decisions they've made. And that's the reason why I wanted to do this show, to let everybody know, no, we're in this shit together. But I'm finding out I'm getting a lot of younger listeners. So, if there's anything you younger listeners can take out of this right now is get that morning routine. Do action-packed things that support where you want to go. If you want to live a happier, healthier life, you got to do happier and healthier things. You can't go out and get shit-faced all night long, and go, which is fun to do because that's a happy time, but it's not a healthy time. You can do all these things, but you just got to... You really, when you physiologically, it just changes. It just changes everything. It makes all these other tasks that you have much easier to do when I, like I said, wake up, make my bed. That shows I'm awake. I'm ready to go. I, I'm not a slob. I haven't left things behind. I need that for me. A lot of people don't need that, but I need that for me. So there you go. Just get things going, younger guys. And if you have a question, Give that call. Give that a call. I'd love to answer some of the you younger peeps questions, all right? Well, there you have it, guys. Another episode of the Terry James Show. Thank you so much for being here. Please share the show. Please review the show. It's the only way these things get found. I don't got no advertising budget. Come on, man. Throw the guy a bone over here. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. I really do. I, uh, you know, your support means everything to me. It's what I love most about this. We got this connection thing happening, and I really, uh, sometimes I get a little, uh, a little dewy-eyed for it because my entire career has been great when it comes to having a relationship with our audience. And this audience, 
some of you are Lexentary listeners who have decided, hey, I'm going to go over here and this makes sense to me. I'm having fun. I made the jump. Some of you are not Lexentary listeners and you found this show just because it's just something you wanted uh, in your life. And I appreciate that. I'm, gra- I'm What I'm trying to say is I'm glad you're in my life. Okay, the, uh, this pandering bullshit, it looks like I'm pandering, but I'm not. Have a great day, guys. We'll talk to you next uh, Thursday for another Terry James show. Bye.